time now to get your helmets on because it's going to get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark, the Detroit Sports Authority. Jumping in early, that's what we're doing tonight. <laughs> it's 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 the same as um it's the same as like having no headphones on. Hi everybody, John Sarver here, CKWI Radio 76, along with the super CPA Ken Pocket. Hiya, Kenny. Hi John, and hello to all of our listeners out there. Yeah, and, and wonderful Yeah, listener land. Hi listener land. Um, what are we doing? Okay, so uh, the thing is that <laughs> it just looks sparse in here. I mean, big time sparse. I'm not even sure that. Try that even better now. Wonderful. Okay, good. So as long as it's <laughs> it's what's happening. It's this is the last podcast ever. Uh, for the Detroit Sports, matter of fact, we're, we're the, we opened it. Now we're shutting it, uh, a Studio B, until we move into our, our new digs in one week, 21st of November, and then comes the wiring, and then comes the fun, and then the acoustics. But then here we come, and we're moving to Studio B1. Yeah, B1A1. Yeah, or B1A1. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. So it'd be Studio BA. Okay. For bad attitude. Okay, so that makes sense to me. So. As long as we don't overmodulate, um, it is kind of weird. Oh, we should probably tell everybody. Uh, we are not experts. We are authorities. That makes us one better. We're not bought and paid for it by anybody. Um, we do have the highest standards here. We don't have the FCC. We do have the DMCA. So sometimes the language may get a little bit salty, and if it does, uh, tough wackies. And we are certainly not bought and paid for. No, not by bought and paid anybody. by anybody. No. So we can tell you exactly how it is. We're the only folks on the Internet not bought and paid for. Subsequently, if you'd like to buy and pay for it, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, we come cheap. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say nice things about your deadbeat team. You know, not really even at all. Um, what else? That's kind of the opener, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, it's... It is kind of weird. And it's all of our, our opinions. Yes, too. that's right. It's all our opinions and nobody else's, so don't bug us anyways because our lawyers' papers are stuck somewhere. You know what? I had to go through. Uh, you know how you like you pack stuff away and you go, I'll look at this later. Yeah. <laughs> no. Until it comes time to go, uh, we don't have enough space in the new place. I mean, we do and we don't. I mean, the studio is much, much bigger. You know, but you kind of go, all right, let's let's downsize a little bit. And then all of a sudden we're looking at papers, and that's where we found all those materians. You know, it's like, ah, oh, cool. However, you know, as we move along with these fine cost headphones, uh, pretty soon when, when we're going to be at Studio BA, uh, you'll be able to see Kenny and myself. You'll see our charming uh, faces 
in sunshiny places. And, and it'll be, um, you'll actually get to see the angst on our face when we talk about those stupid lions and why. You know, it's, um, did you watch it? Oh, of course. Did you really? Yeah, it, it was an interesting game. You know, it's, I was sitting there thinking to myself, boy, that's the same old lions, but why are the lions wearing Chicago uniforms? Yeah, but take a look at how much do you like. I mean, for the first time ever, you, you got to like Fields. Yeah. You know, I mean, all of a sudden that kid is looking like he can play. You just have a crap team. And the Chicago Bears have a crap team. That's oh what I'm saying. Oh my God! Yeah, just it looked. They looked like the Lions. Yeah, which is really kind of fascinating in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Because you know, you know all. Of our lives, we're used to the Lions figuring out ways to lose a game. Uh-huh. And that's what Chicago did. They figured out a way to lose a game. Yeah, but have, didn't we see this before? Didn't, I mean, go back go back to you know our show a couple of weeks ago when we go, you're not afraid of Green Bay. You're not afraid of Chicago. Chicago's a pick em, and it, I'll be darned if it wasn't one point. Yeah. You know, so nobody got blown out and all that <laughs> stuff. And next time around, Chicago could easily beat these guys. Sure. You know, I, I don't know what the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour, you know, is he going to be going crazy now? You never know. Uh, who knows? With this crazy league? Yeah. Matter of fact, that's Aaron right now saying, I can beat anybody. Yeah, that's my old buddy, potential spam. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember potential spam. Yeah, he, didn't he, he play for Notre Dame? He sure did. Boy, he he keeps calling me. I mean, it's like one day I had thirty calls from potential from spam. Potential spam. Yeah. Is he retired now? I guess. <laughs> I wish he would. <laughs> All right. Well, things that you will not hear in Studio BA. <laughs> and I want to tell you though that. Um, from now on forward, that in the new studio, it, the bathroom's further down the hall. You know, it isn't just like right behind you. So it's kind of like, okay. So in case we have to like dump when we think about how you have Campbell as your coach. But he won three games. Shut the hell up. You know, seriously, you won three games and you're jumping up and down. You win six games. Wowie. You know, you go to Dallas, you win six games, you're the hell out of there. You know, I yeah. mean. Well, we have to. You have to give. You have to have patience. You have to give them time. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like you're you're. It, it's kind of like a law in Michigan. You have to. You, you know, you have to slow down and you have to give patience to any stupid team that we have rebuilding. Okay. You know, what happens if you don't? What's the penalty, Ken, if you don't give patience to the Ford family, but your money to them? Well, I guess one thing is that your Saturday afternoons would be free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be quite a penalty, right, to have free time, every, you know, three hours every Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, is anybody even doing that anymore? I mean, is, is anybody watching them on TV? Don't they have kind of one of those uh, – I mean, did NFL bring back the blackout rule? No, not at all. Okay, then we – oh, that's right, because they went over to Channel 2 or whatever that is. Yeah. 
It's it's kind of funny. You you kind of sound like not you, but we sound like a boomer when channel WWJ should be channel four, not sixty two, not a CBS affiliate. I mean, that's when the world went weird. You know, I mean, when WJBK no longer became, you know, and you have a moody uh, movie studio taking over Jack LaGoff and John Kelly, Detroit's number one news team, you know. I mean, I just can't, I think because of elementary school and how immature everybody was, you know, I I still can't say, not say Jack off LaGoff, I mean, Jack, and it wasn't even Jack, too, it was some kind of foreign JAC kind of thing. What? Not in Detroit, buddy boy. However, you know, you seem to be a, a fine feller. I mean, if you go back to, like, Dick Westerkamp on, on Channel 4, you take a look at some of these really old, I mean, before Al Ackerman was there, you know, and you take a look at these stiffs that were doing the news, but maybe that's the way to go, you know? And, I mean, as in the 70s and 80s where you had to have the hot chick and all that stuff, Marilyn Turner, whoo <laughs> Anybody besides John Kelly thought she was hot? Uh, uh, Not really. Not JoJo Shuddy either. You know, it's like I'm trying to think of. They just had that one Shay, whatever her name was, and Channel Seven. That she was a weather girl, and it's like no rain hit her feet. You know, I mean, Shay was like when she went over to New Jersey afterward as a step up to get into like the New York market. Everybody here had cried. You know, I mean, that was like nobody gave a damn about the weather. You just see Shea, you know, <laughs> it's like, yay for Shea. Anyways, not me because I'm not a boob guy. So we move on. Alrighty. So now we have the fine Detroit Tigers picking up somebody else now. <sighs> and they actually hired a hitting coach. <sighs> and Lloyd McClendon is no longer blah, with blah. the organization. Blah, blah, and more blah, blah. Good. I mean, and there's no reason for him to have ever been in the organization. Organization. Doggone you Canadians. You know, sooner or later we'll be able to pronounce it correctly. But if there's ever any positive yeah. you can take out of this offseason that maybe things will improve, it's the fact that Lloyd McClendon has moved on. Yeah, but you know what? It's going to be another Norris thing. He's going to go away for about a week, and they're going to rehire him. You know, and you might as well get Lalonde and everybody else coming on by. Maybe you can get LaJoycey again. All right, there you go. It's the Tigers don't like to get away with anything. They like to, I don't know, keep things in boxes and keep them in there. They never can throw away anything. The boon or bane of sports. Yep, yep. So they, they get some pitcher guy that's done like 35 innings. And he's got another, like a 541 ERA. What the hell? You know, or they got that kid from Texas that can hit, you know, I guess he's, he can do anything in the infield. 217. 217. Yeah. Why? Why are we picking up these career, career 217 guys? But the other thing we tend to do is we tend to retread these guys. You know, we, we you know. Daniel Norris came back again. Yeah. You know, you think how many times Cameron Mabin was here? Yeah, true that too. Yeah, yeah. What, four or five times? At least. And God help us, the return of Brad Osmus. <laughs> I mean, that guy came back so many times. Yeah. <sighs> as a man, as a player, he was here like three times and then came back as a manager. 
And would never leave. Yeah. Oh. Why couldn't he go away somewhere? Very, very, very far away. I mean, really, talk about putting us... He, he was the red hat of baseball. Why? I mean, you set us back for decades, dude. I mean, anybody who thought that you could play, I mean, you could manage, I'm tired of of Detroit teams figuring out that you can get somebody out of the box thinking, like we talked about last week. Either you're qualified or you're not. Learning on the job at the pro level is not doing anybody a service. But look at Campbell. He, he won more than he did last year already. No, he hasn't, first of all. Second of all, you proud of it? You know, you, you, and it goes back to the Kenny, you know, saying of, you know, that 84 was almost 40 years ago. Yep. You know, and you guys are still going, oh, Tram and Whitaker, man, cool. Yeah, and, and 40 years, almost, almost more half a century than not, you know. It's like, Detroit fans, can you ever want better? Is it always our fault, you know? I mean, it's always like, well, you know, she's nice when she's not drinking, you know? When she's not all hopped up on drugs, she's the nicest mother to our children. Dear faint praise, what the hell? You know, call it out. Now, how much more, literally... Somebody who knows better than us in baseball, how many more years do you think before you get into not the entry-level playoff thing, but really up in there to play for the American League title? How many years for the Tigers? Three. Three? Three, minimum. Oh, yeah, minimum. Yeah, I mean, if everything goes right. Because you're basing that on with who and who. Well, that's the problem. Because you you should be three years... No more than three years away, regardless of where you are. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to, if you have a credible farm system, you should be able to, within three years, if everything goes right, which it hasn't. True. Be able to compete. But will they? That's the real question. Okay. So after this year, you get Cabrera's money. Okay. Now. The thought is, it's it's not like making a sandcastle where water hits the sand and goes out, comes back in, you know, and it's not destroyed yet. It's kind of, you have 20, how many millions for him? And, you know, and we're all rubbing our hands back in 2018 going, God, when he comes off the books, man, that's a lot of cash. But really, in 2023, 2024, what's 20 million going to buy you? Not much. No, not even. Because if our fine friend from Minnesota is now shopping his wares, you know, everybody wants a 10-year deal. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, owners ain't that, well, I was going to say owners aren't that stupid. Here, here's some perspective. The 1984 yes. Tigers, right? Yes. Your first baseman, Darrell Evans. Yeah. He's 75 years old. <laughs> How old is Tram? About that age. Eh, a little bit less than that. Well, I was going to say that when Daryl Evans showed up, man, he was a little bit older than everybody else, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to yourselves for just a moment. But you know, here's here's the point. You know, we, we think, but you know, old you know, the, the '84 Tigers wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was. Long time ago. 
long time ago. And, you know, we, Alan Trammell, 64 years old. He's going to, you know, he's going to be in Medicare uh, pretty soon. Yeah, you know, he actually turned 65 in February. He's going to be on Medicare. He did. Wow. Okay. So then that be, he, you know what, for 64 or 65, whatever, he looks rough. <laughs> yeah. He, he looked rough when he was 30. Yeah. The, the pock marks on his face and all that. <coughs> nice guy and stuff, but mm-hmm. good Lord. I mean, it was like tram, dude. Burn victim? I mean, what goes on here? But evidently, <sighs> that's what he was. So, yeah, so you got everybody in that team is is 65 and above. You could go to Bill Knapp's and get a good, decent chunk of change on your dinner anymore. Okay. But you know what? Today we had our first real snowfall of the year, right? Yep. And I don't know why we're talking baseball. Okay, because it's hot stove league. Ay, 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 ay. Not yet. Well, I mean, when we first christened in Studio B here, we talked baseball. Yep. You know, kind of. It should have been World Series. You know, okay. So when we leave, we leave with a bang. We'll make sure that the place is nicely swept and clean before we leave of any kind of talk about bringing back uh, Mayo Smith. Yes, we've had a uh, long and illustrious run here in Studio B. With this Tiger team, yeah. we talked about people like Brad Assholmus. <laughs> and yeah. uh, remember the unplayable Anthony Ghosts and Brad Penny, uh, Mike Pelfrey? You know, I mean, you, you think about it, for the two years that we were in the studio, you know, how much sports has changed? And really, what has changed? I would say the biggest change in sports in two years that we were here is probably the nil. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, because everything else is the wheel going around again. There is nothing that's impressive here. I mean, for for Detroit's teams, it's the damn same. Yeah, it is. Every one of them are crap. Yeah. And every one of them has no light at the end of this tunnel. Red Wings do. Look at the uh, standings, son. You know, anytime they play a tough team, you know, except for once, that's it. You know, you don't get any more. So, okay. But, I mean, they are, they're fun to watch for right now. But then again, we've seen this before. We saw this at, at the pylons last year. You know, he, they started out like gangbusters, and then all of a sudden, <whistles> did I tell you the new studio will have the soundboard? Oh, Allegedly, really? Allegedly, that there's going to be two. So you'll be able to fire off some. Ah, Kind of fun, huh? Yeah. To figure out how that's going to be done, but that's evidently can be done. So feel free to get re- <laughs> get ready in a couple of weeks, folks. You're going to hear all kind of drops. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many more times we can hit the fart button. <laughs> bip, 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 bip. You know, subsequently, though. Does this does this mean the return of the cack of the week? Hmm. Yeah, I, I would think so. I would think this would be some penguin sightings. There'd be all kinds of things. Everything comes back. Cack of the week. There'd be um, that fine pizza that you can get at Little Caesars. Mmm, tasty. And we'll have to we'll have to name Dwayne Casey as an honorary penguin <laughs> because he's coaching in the mold of uh, Stan Van Gundy. In the world of three and eleven. Yeah. Good. Lord, you know, I mean, 
if because the world is so sport betting, did you see that that California turned down sport betting? Did they really? Yeah, of all places, you would think that you know they would pump in so much money into into you know uh, commercials and stuff like that. It'd be insane, but evidently, no good. Hmm. Either that or all the underworld guys said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> not out of my pie, you're not." Yeah. Subsequently, you know, it, it is kind of unique. I don't know. There, there is. What are we seeing in California? Um, <coughs> as prop, and what I was going to go to is prop bets. It's I would go down to the MGM right now, kids, and and bet who's going to get the fourth win first: Pistons or Lions? You know, they're stuck at three. Can you imagine yeah. your pro teams that's been started? I mean. How long after hard knocks, you guys got three wins, you know? And then again, so what do you have this week? Giants. Loss. Inquivalently, loss. I don't care how much you think that you got it made in the shade. Lions or Giants are crazy. Now, Buffalo. Eh, What's Josh going to do? Do you rest them? You know, because they're playing... They don't have a 10-day rest afterward because they're playing Sunday, Thanksgiving, and then they play the next Thursday night game. So you get the short, short, and then seven days between the two, so you don't get any. So now with the Lions, and you got this guy that may be hurt. You know, but they should have won yesterday. There's no reason why. If if there is a lucky charm, it's the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Nowhere, anywhere, do they have... You know, it's kind of funny. We, I don't know if we can do this on camera. You know, it's, maybe we should like be sponsored by a bourbon or something. There you go. Yeah. Um, there's no way that, that team has only one loss so far. None. You know? And if you go up into a playoff, you're done. And here's, here's the thing. When he fumbled the snap, you know, I'm sitting there thinking... Safety, right? You're gonna go take a safety, kick the ball away, and yeah, just take the two. Yeah, even if they intended to do a, uh, to take a safety, he fumbled the snap. Yeah, he fumbled the. It didn't matter what you were going to do. You fumbled the damn snap, and Minnesota guy falls on it, touchdown. And that's that. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, kick it out of bounds. <clears throat> you know, throw, do whatever yeah. you got to do, but. How hurt is Josh? And that keeps going through everyone's mind. How bad is it? Is it getting worse? You know, what are you going to make out of this season? Yeah, you guys make, may make a playoff, but, you know, how much is it screwing him up week after week after week? All I just want to do is, look, play on Thanksgiving and then take the rest of the year off. You know, just as long as you can pluck that one lion win or lion loss there. That win from the Lions should say better. Um, that's all we care about. So then there's, so now we're back to two more losses within ten days. Yeah. Hooray! Hooray! Actually, not ten days. Less than that. But know? then after that, you run into the muffin part of the schedule, where you get to play Green Bay, Chicago, Carolina, all the dregs. Again, well, you have the softest schedule in the NFL. Yeah. You know, so here's your two losses. 
I'm telling you, Chicago will beat them next time. And Green Bay, that's the last game, right? Let me check on that. Because traditionally, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Green Bay in Green Bay. Yeah. So it's going to be cold. It's going to be squirrely. And, no and Aaron Rodgers isn't going to give a damn at that point. Agreed. They're not going to rest him. No. You know, you're going to be trotted out there. So you want to make the money? Earn it. Yeah. But see, he's got that gear that clicks inside of his head that he's done this for a couple of years. He coasts and then he kicks ass. But he's psycho. Duh. Just like goaltenders, name me a quarterback that has it all together, including Peyton. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how about Josh? You know, we're not SOL. Yes, you <laughs> are. <laughs> You're the reason for it, Goofy. You know, that to me, that's it's kind of like, okay. So we're going to get these guys. Lions, are, I mean, are we playing? They're playing in New York, aren't they? Yes. Giants? Yep. So they're playing at Giants and then they play at home. And then to Carolina? Okay, hang on. Let me uh, okay. consult with the intern. Right. Because they're going to be jacked up to play Chicago, but they're most evenly made team. But now Detroit has exposed themselves, so to speak, to say. Yeah, the, after, the, after the Buffalo game, yeah. Jack, Jacksonville comes here. Jacksonville comes here? Yep. Uh, and then the Vikings come here. And then we go to the Jets. Carol- we go to Carolina. All right, let's go back again. All right, so it's Giants this week? Yes. Loss. Mm-hmm. Buffalo next week? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving. Okay, so that's loss if Josh plays. Mm-hmm. Because the Lions can't. If you're a mobile quarterback, you know, you'll never beat Lamar. So, okay, so that's loss, kind of loss. Jacksonville, you said? Yes. Whew, could be a win. Yeah. All right. And then who? Jets? Yes. Jets at Jets or Jets yeah. at home? Jets. Actually, after Jacksonville, we uh, host the Vikings, the Vikings. They're too lucky. Okay, call that a loss. Okay. Then we go to the Jets. That's a loss. Carol At Carolina. It's a win. That's a, a win. It's Carolina a toss-up. Yeah, well, I give you look at your defense. All right. Then we have the Bears here. That's a loss. And at the Packers. We finished Chicago Green Bay? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Chicago here, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. So two losses. Two. All right, so... Giants lost, Buffalo lost. I'm looking at it like this. At the beginning of the year, I said six wins. I'm looking at six wins. You beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville win. Carolina and probably Green Bay at the end. No, you won't beat Green Bay. You're going to beat Green Bay. All right, so that's what, five games? Six. Who am I missing? All right, so Cause you got Giants. And you're going to win three more. You you're going to win at six and 11. You're going to lose to Giants. You're going to lose to, to the Jets. You're going to lose Buffalo to Green Bay. You're going to lose to Buffalo. Okay, so that's four. Minnesota. You're, you're going to win. You're going to lose to Minnesota. So that's five. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to beat Carolina. Carolina at home. Carolina here. Carolina there. Mm. All right. And you're going to beat uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville here. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so there's five wins. I'm looking at six. I think they win in Green Bay. Uh, and it's, it's that's where I get to. It's where I get to six. All right. So it, if you're at five point five from the Sport Duel, Sport King, FanDuel line, whatever five point five over and under, you know, kind of win at two forty two eighty. <sighs> okay, and so, th- so now they're going to say, look at the momentum. Well, uh, yeah, and the other thing too is with six wins, you're still going to be in a good draft position. So you can go ahead and you can win the offseason again. Wait a minute. Why would you be in a good – I mean, look how bad Chicago is going to be. Look how bad – how many wins does Green Bay have? Oh, they got three. Green no, Bay's no, – they got four now. Now they have four. Okay, you got four. So you are – and Chicago's got what, three? Yeah. All right. And Detroit's got how many? Three. Three. Okay, so, so now you're all you, you tied. End, you end up six wins. You're probably drafting like ten or eleven. Fourteen. Yeah, and then uh, but the Rams pick. Keep being sick, boys. Cooper cups out for the season. Surgery. Ooh. They put him on IR. Out minimum of four, but he won't be back. Ooh. Stafford's banged up. These this are the was, things this we was like. already the Ouch. lowest scoring team in the NFC. Ouch. Who is? Rams. Really? Yep. Was it worth it? So what? what is the Rams pick going to be? Five. Maybe, maybe top five. Yeah. Thanks, boys. <laughs> we appreciate it. But now, whoop, whoop. What we got to do is we got to get something on a soundboard for one of Kenny's sayings. Or something that says, Kenny says, you know, it's not where, it's who. Right, and frankly, what I'm seeing from some of these uh, Holmes draft picks is you've got some guys who actually have some talent out there, okay? So the, the who isn't the problem. The who's the problem with the coach. Yeah. So you can, you can bring in all kinds of talent, but if you got, uh, you got Oopsie the Clown coaching the team, you know, what, what good's going to do? Well, you bring Jack Reich in. I mean, he's not doing anything. You know, okay, and make him defensive coordinator. There you go. Oh, brother. That, that'd be such a lion move. Yeah. You know, but okay, so now we got that going. But then again, how much do you think Swift is still going to be around? You know, the thing about Swift is he hasn't been very swift when he's not carrying the ball. <laughs> he's not being very swift. Not being very That's swift killer. at all, yeah. That's I mean, gold. Yeah, he's just, you know... Well, they say the best ability is availability. Yeah. And, you know, when you're carrying the ball three times a game, you're Yeah, but really he's available. mad. He's <laughs> mad about that. He wants to have more. He doesn't know why people, why do I have such a light load? Well. You're not good. You get hurt. I don't know. Pick him. You know, I mean, all of a sudden you're like that kid who got his bell rung, but we took him anyways. Yeah. You know, talent, 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 but can't stay off the stretcher. Okay. You know, it's like, is there anybody that is that good anymore? I mean, look at that kid from Tennessee, from Tennessee. Oh, you know, it's as we're talking about that since we're free-forming, see Texas A&M? You want to make the whistle noise? There. It's like, man, oh, man, they had the roster. They still have the roster because for a nil, they were paying like crazy Big, 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 big money. And look where they're at. 
And how many people are in, you know, dysmetary problemos? Plenty. Yeah. You know, and that team where they were supposed to, I mean, that was the team that money could buy and did yeah. and went nowhere. And where did, how much money did Michigan put out in the nil? Nothing. You're lucky to be here. Yeah. And where are they? 10-0. and 0. Okay. You know, for as much as everybody was gripping, you know, and so was I in the summertime that, you know, Michigan says, screw your nil. You're not getting a penny from us. You're lucky to be wearing the maize and gold, you know. Go to any Walmart, you know. However, hey, proof's in the pudding, baby, you know. But then again, who'd you play? But then again, who'd you play? And here comes Ohio State. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm glad that you feasted on Rutgers. You know, shrine a little flower, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. We don't quite know how good Michigan is. You know, they sure took the wood to Penn State when they played them. But other than that, how do you really judge them? How's Penn State doing? Eh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not, you know, actually. It's weird, again, to free riff, to see that Washington beats the Eagles. I mean, dear Eagles, did you, like, take these guys too lightly? They have a defense when they're healthy in, you know, Washington. That's pretty badass. So, or did you expose the fraud that is the Eagles? Here's, here's an observation, too. Sure. Going into the season, who did Washington have at quarterback? Carson Wentz, God, a prior number two pick in the draft. Oh boy, yeah. Okay. And who picked them? Philadelphia. <laughs> they traded a whole bunch of draft capital to move up to get them. To get them. Okay? Yeah. They traded up. They traded with Cleveland. Gave them a whole bunch of uh, draft picks that Cleveland <sighs> wasted. Yeah, true. They did. But uh, they moved up to number two in the draft, and they took Carson Wentz. And they thought, how lucky we are that we got Carson Wentz. Cool name. And Carson Wentz went from being run out of Philadelphia to being run out of Indianapolis, now being run out of Washington. Okay. Yeah, it ain't working. There's a train wreck. Yeah. Now, after Wentz gets injured, they stick in a guy at quarterback, Taylor Meineke, okay? Which round pick? Don't know. Walk on? Yeah, I mean, this guy... He was the starter there a couple years ago until they decided they needed to get a name quarterback in. And they plug this guy in and he starts winning, okay? People, get a clue. Get a clue. The magical big-name quarterback. I keep hearing, well, you got to take a quarterback at the top of the draft. you got to get young. you got to get Stroud. you got to get one of those guys. They don't. I'm not really wild about nope. trading up to get Shroud, would you? Shroud? No, nope. nope. I'm looking at if you got the number seven pick and you got C11, maybe you take a quarterback one of those spots. Who? I don't know. Yeah. I keep hearing this uh, Levis kid get, you know, oh, I would never take him. Why? Because look at his stats. Oh, he's overrated. Okay. From where? Uh, he's from Kentucky. No, I mean from your perspective. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, and you're a guy talking into a microphone. So are we. Ex- yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you're the expert, huh? You're certainly not an authority. No, yeah, and that makes you huh. one less than us, That's Bob. right. That's right. 
or you take Hooker out of Tennessee. Okay? All I'm saying is you don't have to go after the guy that's getting hyped at the top of the draft. I mean, how many times has that worked? And, you know, here's the thing. The top two guys that everyone's hawking, what schools are they coming out of? Oh, oh. Yeah, and Bama. Yeah, forget about Bama. Yeah, how many top flight quarterbacks have we have have have, have we had coming out of those two programs? You could say Justin Fields Justin is looking Fields. pretty good. Okay. Yeah. You could say Tua Tagliavola that uh, Miami's looking pretty good. Yeah, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Other than that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why can't Ohio with as many people as even if you go back now to Art Come on, 7-Eleven Schleister, you know. (laughs) God, how powerful is gambling? How much is he thrilling to see FanDuel around the Ohio State? You know, here's a guy that literally threw it away. Yeah. Threw it away, you know, because of of gambling. But he was like the the greatest quarterback out out of the Ohio State for that era. And then never heard from him again. I mean, yeah. really, how many, except for one, how many quarterbacks out of Michigan have you heard of? You know, how many out of Michigan State? One. You know, you guys have both one. You have a, a Brady and a Cousins. And Cousin is, I swear, smoke and mirrors. Yeah. I've, I've never, I don't understand how the hell, unless their wideouts are crazy in Minnesota, you know, to make up for this. But I don't see there's any Megatrons on their team. Jefferson's real good. Yeah, but okay, so double team them. You know, double team them, take away that threat. Cousins can't move. Not the most heavy-duty arm I've ever seen. Okay, now what? But they're winning with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're definitely, it's once again in the Central or the North, depending how old you are. You know, it's one team. And then the breadcrumbs, you know, and Detroit mostly on the bottom. I mean, Chicago normally has enough oomph to get them over the line, not to finish as badly as Detroit, you know. And the, but then again, boy, you bring up a great point of how uh, Cleveland screwed that one up so badly. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it was almost kind of like a uh, Herschel Walker trade, you know. Here's our, you know, here's Minnesota set back forever. Because of that stupid, we'll give you everybody trade, you know. Okay, and look how bad. Any every time that you unload, and they're gonna, you know, you unload all these first rounders and all that stuff, and I mean, give them years and years and years worth for one player, you know. Can you say that worked for Stafford? I mean, yeah, they went all the way, but now how far back you can't repeat, you know. So that means your window's really closed. So how do you do it? I mean, your team's not good enough by itself to go anywhere. You need fresh blood. Can you get uh, free agents? And free agency in the NFL is a little weird. It is. You know, it ain't like baseball. So you sold your soul. You won. But there's your 1984. Yeah. You know, people, oh, well, remember 2022. No? Okay. Yeah. 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 But then again, you know... It's 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 funny how the monkey see monkey do says, and I think Mark was on to this. How ownership goes in cycles, you know how everybody had to give the biggest contract to one of their players, 
And I give you, Cabrera was the peak. You know, I mean, even Prince Fielder, they, you know, 200 million bucks, what? And then it's like, <laughs> hold my beer. You know, you haven't seen nothing yet. Okay, and so now they figured it out. Well, that's not a good idea. Okay, and so now it was with the Rams trade. Give everybody your first-round draft picks for years and years and years consecutively. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, great. And, and everybody was doing that. Or you pay your quarterbacks over a quarter of a billion dollars. Okay. Uh, where does that end? You know, you got how many quarterbacks now making a quarter of a billion? Two, three? And then how many more are going to be up next year? You know, so now if you take the Rams pick, and here's going to be Hot Stove League, take the Rams pick and our pick, bundle them, take Pittsburgh's pick and Mitch Trubinsky. There you go. Now that's a package. You know, I mean, we'll fleece them. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They wouldn't even know what hit them. Can you imagine? Because they always go, Mitch Trubinsky, first round overall draft pick. You know, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> Chuck Long, number one overall draft pick. Well, Jared Goff was number one overall. He was number one first round. How is impre- this are so? You, are you impressed? Yeah, I was going to say, how is this so? But Okay, so, and who traded up to get him? Rams. But then Rams can say, but we went to the Super Bowl with them. We just didn't yes, win. Just didn't How, win. what did you guys do? Right. You know, okay, so... And and that same draft, Philly traded up to two to take Carson Wentz. <laughs> Are we seeing a trend here? Yeah, you guys get happy feet. You, yeah. know, you follow the hype, okay? And you don't recognize the fact that it's a crapshoot. You don't know which quarterbacks are going to pan out, which ones aren't. True. Okay, so you go through the process of evaluating these guys, but you're evaluating them based on incomplete information because you don't know how they're going to perform in the NFL. You see what they do in college, but it's a different game. Yeah. Okay? They aren't getting hit as hard in college, and sometimes because the line in front of them is so good, they're hardly getting hit at all. Yeah, I mean... And they've got the best wide receivers in college playing on their teams. So they're able to pass you know, pass effectively to these guys, and they look great. And then they get into the NFL, and oops, maybe Sam Darnold isn't the straw that stirs the drink. Maybe Zach Wilson isn't all that in a bag of chips. Oops. I mean, can you? Like we talked about this before. I mean, that draft pick, there are a class of quarterbacks. <sighs> okay, good luck to all of you. you well, it's only at, been a year, but... You look at a Mahomes drafted 10th. You look at a Roethlisberger. Where was he drafted? Like 12th. I mean, you get all these names of these guys that are drafted later. In the, Josh Allen was drafted, like I think, 7th. People trot this out till they die. Look at Brady. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's the one-off. But, but again, a guy that a lot of teams, they passed on him five times. Okay? He went sixth round. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody nobody, did. nobody yeah. knows. You take educated guesses, but it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Well, I mean, because no team is as bad in the NFL as, say, Western Michigan. Because remember, your 
in college, you get to get the cupcake games. You know, you get to play Western Michigan. You get to play Shrine a Little Flower. You get to play Iowa State. You know, which or you get to play Navy. You know, all all decent teams, all in their own. But you know that you're this big money program, and if you're going into Western, you know, I mean, at least Eastern has a little bit more of an oomph. But you know that you're going to steamroll them. I mean, here's one. Here's a gem. No team in the NFL is as bad as University of Hawaii, and that counts as a win. Uh-huh. You know, okay. So when that quarterback looks really, really good and puts up all kinds of numbers against Hawaii, gets drafted first round, goes to the NFL. You know, even the crappiest team like Detroit, they will hurt you. They will go faster and hurt you and put you out of your rhythm you don't get to go four games, five games, and then you start your schedule. And every collegiate thing, except for Mr. Izzo in basketball, you know, I mean, to go right out of the gate and play Gonzaga, tip of the hat. But you always do this. Is let me tell you how this goes. Don't always schedule North Carolina, Gonzaga, all these big names on the first game. You dampen everybody's spirit. You're not going to win. You don't have the horses. I don't know why he does that. I don't know if he does have to motivate them to say, okay, look, now you're not as good as you thought. There's your your you know ruler. And what if they did beat Gonzaga? I guess they only missed by, by a point. But then again, then do you start having a big head and go, look, we're right out of the gate. We're that good. We beat Gonzaga. You would go top 25 immediately. Okay, and in college football, you get to load up on your cupcakes, and then in your division, if you're the SEC, well, maybe not the SEC, but if you're in Mountains West, the only you know place that matters, you know, you're gonna feast, sure, on Wyoming. You know, you're gonna feast on all these little guys over there, you know, and then again, when you go to the NFL. It's exact. You're going to be exposed if you can rise to the thing, and you can play good in college. And your first year, you can play good in the NFL or two years. You are the find, man. You are the Joe Montana. But here's the thing: you look at, for example, Carson Wentz played at North Dakota State, right? Comes out, he's number two in the draft. He looked damn good early on against until he got injured. Yeah. Once he got injured, once his knee got took a hit. And he wasn't quite as mobile as he was. Mm-hmm. His game changed. Then all of a sudden, the fact that he's a bit of a head case starts coming out. Oh, good. Okay. Now yeah. you got, okay, what do you got? So I look at a guy like a Justin Fields and you know, some of these other mobile quarterbacks. It's like, yeah, until the first hit on the knee. Well, that's what they said about Lamar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Lamar is still doing it, too, in it. I mean, I'm telling you, this is your next. Quarter of a billion dollar quarterback coming up. Now, who's going to bite? You know, I mean, if he comes out strictly as a free agent. He's not a free agent. You have to trade for him. How many more years he got? I thought he was, that was, they didn't want to re-up him. Right. But they don't want to, they're not going to let him walk either. So what are they going to do? Put the franchise over his head? They may, and then he won't play for them, and then this could go on a while. Ooh, go ahead and franchise and refranchise two years your quarterback. Watch how uh, Aaron West or Aaron East would be. Yeah. You guys want to franchise me? Oops. There's a fumble. 
Oops. I overthrew a guy. Oops. I got some weird-ass girlfriend. Oops. You know? Watch me become a head case because you guys put me there. Or yeah. let's trade. But then again, who would trade for Lamar? But then again, there's plenty. I mean, <laughs> if Denver will trade for you-know-who. Ouch. And how many millions guaranteed is that? You know, that was the whole thing with the NFL. No guaranteed contracts. Yep. How can you afford to do 53 guys plus, 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 big, you know, a million coaches and a million support staff and, 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 and. You know, you think about it. How many people are on the medical sidelines at a football game? How many Bill Beams are there in baseball? There's one overweight dude that trots out whenever, like, a pitcher hurts their hand or something. And you, you kind of mystify, and you go, how can a guy that is clearly out of shape, maybe 400 pounds, barely making it, flap sweat to the mound, you're the trainer? I mean, how does that work? You know, guys hobbling with a cane and stuff like that. <laughs> what? You know, smoking a cigarette on his way up there. <laughs> you know, having a beer. You know, shooting himself, doing a line of coke, but four in between the lines. You know, then he's supposed to be, it's like... But now Detroit's got that guy that's going to, he knows physical matrixes, and he knows when, you know, how the the line or the pitchers are throwing the ball. That could be them, though. Is that legendary Lloyd? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, tell Lloyd, hang on for a moment. All right, talking about this as we're rounding around the corner there. Um, Red Wings. Red Wings. Well, yeah. they were certainly better than they were. Yeah, more. I would say more fundamentally sound. You're just getting yeah. beat by better teams. Yep, yep. You know? and it, but they're beating the teams that you would expect them to beat. Which is a plus. Yes. Because normally they would play down to whoever they're playing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know? I think that's a plus. I'm telling you, you, you keep... Whoo! Whoso. I mean, again... St. Louis, you got to be kicking yourself. Yeah. Unless there's something that you know that we don't know. You know, unless this guy's just another Manny Legacy in disguise. What this guy is is a guy who basically he didn't have the opportunity because the guy in front of him had a big contract. Your loss, St. Louis. Yeah. But then again, we got to take a look to see what St. Louis is doing. All right. De- Div. Yeah. Last place. Yeah, they're, they're not doing well. Well,. All right. But remember the year they won the cup, they were in last place. And they started, I mean, when they won the cup with, with Andy Bathgate back yeah. in 68 <laughs> when they broke in, you know, which they didn't win the cup. But, you know, that is pretty phenomenal. All right. You know what? I will, of all the Detroit teams, I will sit down for, you know, a period or so to watch the Wings because they are, they're entertaining. Yep. You know, and that's basically all you can expect for and, your... And God help you if you could get the, the full lineup on the ice at the same time. Or know who they so are. Bertuzzi's coming back tonight, but now Lindstrom's out. Lindstrom's out? Yep. So what are you going to do? What's your third pairing? Hag and Osterley? We God help you. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, if you're a Huso, you're going, fuck, what's in front of me today? Yeah. And then they get rid of... You know, him, and then they bring in off the waiver wire, Jonathan Erickson. 
Huh, huh. <laughs> I had a flashback the other day. I was sitting there going, 52? He's Number 52? Back. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's it, Bergeron. <laughs> why did you give that guy that number? Oh, I mean, Lord. it's like. They should retire that number, but not put it in the rafters. They should take it out in the parking lot and burn it. <laughs> Maybe that'll be something we'll do. One of these days we'll, ta- we'll discuss whose jersey should be burnt. Yes. You know, I mean, never to see that number ever again. You know, Brad Penny, yeah, okay. Yeah. There, I mean. Mike well, Pelfrey, yeah. Anthony Ghost, definitely. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of that, the guy that played on the Pistons, doggone it, about a decade ago, Charlie V. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, oh, my God, burn it and burn it. For, first of all, give him a wig. You know, give him a toupee, <laughs> you know. And that's probably a poor guy has some kind of condition. But, you know, it's just like you would think with no hair you'd go faster. And it was just like you looked at him and you go, aren't you supposed to be good? Weren't you good at one time? And they kept him. It's like, what are you doing? You know, it's like having Rothstein. What the hell were you thinking? You know, blunders in Piston history. Rossin, the Waddle, you know? I mean, all these coaches that came and went in the Pistons, and you know the cool thing about the Pistons are? No one cares. Yeah. Nobody gives it. Detroit is such a fair-weather, you know, Piston fan kind of team. Even they don't still buy into it, especially now that you're not in fashionable Oakland County. <laughs> No rich people are going to go down to the JLA. No. None. You know, and nor should they. You yeah. should not have to pay 50 bucks or 40 bucks to park. You know, 40 bucks get you into a, a badass bar and drinks for everybody, as long as the bar fits two people. Yeah. You know? And they can show you the Pistons game on TV, and they can turn the channel when you're down by 20. <laughs> they. Listen, dear, dear Piston fans or dear Pistons elite, can I help you out here? I'll help you. I'll give you a freebie. From the Detroit Sports Authority to you, we'll help your season. Here's how it goes. Ready? Two words. Defense. Find some. You know? Find some defense. I'm tired of looking at these uh, Denver Nugget stories. You know, the score, 255 to 291. I mean, do you guys have anybody in the back part? Or or is that just like, are you playing the Washington Generals? How is this work? How do you not, how many points have they given up? Oh, oh my God, a ton. I mean, there's never been a, a game where they held them under 100. Ever. Yeah. You know, but to their point, I mean, they score like 117 to 129. Who the hell gives up 129 points in the NBA in 2022? One team does. Yeah. I mean, who are we diving for? <clears throat> Who's the hot shot coming out of college that we decided to dive already? And the thing is, with the NBA, it doesn't matter anyway because your top three slots all have the same percentage of uh, winning the lottery. <sighs> 14%. You know what? Let teams tank. 
You know, the, tanking is good for teams once in a while. There, there you go. Talking about once in a while, dude, you want to do the one minute? Sure. What, what haven't we talked about in one minute, huh? Okay, we haven't talked about uh, Michigan State football, nor should we. Yeah, I mean, did that just, like, come and go? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, what happened to all those suspended guys? Are they back? Are they not back? What are they doing? I don't think they're back, but uh, it seems like the team has stepped up the last two weeks and actually won some games, which they sure as hell weren't before. So were these eight guys or whatever they suspended, were they the bad news dudes? You kind of wonder, huh? Yeah, you do. A lot. You know, it's because now all of a sudden you're winning or it's the pressure off or, I mean, it's like these teams are no better or worse than what you played before. Well, you know, sometimes in a case like that, the coach uses something like that as a rallying cry and it's us against the world. Let's go out and show them. I don't know. Yay. You know? Which, which I, I, yeah, you know, and I hear something like that. I say, well, weren't you trying before? Yeah, I mean, what held you down? Why did you, you, you not? Need, you need a rod shoved up your ass like that <laughs> in order to win? Really? Why did you need that? You know, I mean, to me, that's kind of weird. Why did, why did you have to have that as a motivational thing? Why didn't you recognize these eight, and we'll just call them eight guys, as bad apples and boot them before? Yeah. You know, if these eight are holding you down, then what's the point? It'll be interesting from there on forward. Yep. You know? But also be interesting is uh, you're going to see us on next or next time we we're here. I think we have a phone in, uh, depending on how fast we can get everything all together, unless we can get the studio up and running on impulse power. Uh, but then in a couple of weeks, you'll definitely be able. I think we got a phone in, and then is the beautiful FaceTime <gasps> right for the holidays. So we'll have like those little hats with a little jingle ball on it, you know, telling you sports, and by that time. At that time, the Lions' season should be pretty clear, you know. Yeah. And, but keep betting, you know. Keep getting those prop bets. You know, the question you had before was what, what over the last two years, what are the biggest changes in sports? You yeah. came up with NIL. Right behind that is sports betting. Absolutely. If not one and two, you know, just flip them over. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, really. And then now we're going to see, you know, because everybody said, oh, hold your breath. I mean, look what Texas A&M did. Everybody's team, all the way down from the Seminoles up to the Cowboys, are going to need to do that. Oklahoma's going to need to do that. And now you take a look at them and you go, Michigan, uh, Texas A&M. Big, huge bucks, no bucks. Who's going to go to the four? You know? But, I mean, who does Michigan play this week? Uh, let me consult the intern. Maryland. Illinois. The Fighting Illini? Yep. All right, so that's a cakewalk. No, not necessarily. They're 21st in the nation. Yeah, Michigan, I think, has a little too much for them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I agree. But uh, Illinois is 7-3. They're not a pushover. No, I mean, they're not going to go to the Motor City Bowl, but or the Cherry Bowl, or the Fast Lane Bowl. You know, Psst. dear Detroit, you know, people who put these things on, nobody wants to go see a bowl game. And crappy part of the season in Detroit with two crappy teams, one being a crappy Mac team. Nobody goes to see Mac teams. Nobody bets on Mac teams. Nobody knows, you know, nobody could probably 
do all the MAC teams in both divisions. Yeah, if, if you're if you're playing Akron and Purdue in Detroit, <laughs> yeah, you, you're probably giving tickets away. Yeah, if if you're playing the Zips in Northwestern in a crappy ass cold at Ford Field, yeah, you're probably giving it away. But what you're not going to give away is us because we are going to see you. Down on the parade level, for those who are going to be tuning in, we're going to be doing uh, reports from Woodward Avenue as we drag along for the 23rd year. Uh, Bloon, this year we could not avoid becoming in the game of Captain Underpants. 22 years and I missed it. 23rd year, I got the whammy. You know, So Susan will be there, Sue Martin will be there, myself will be there. Dragging down Captain Underpants, you know. Why? I mean, it's a beloved child's book. No, it's not. I mean, if you're banning books now, why don't we ban this one with good reason, you know? I mean, what kid should have his underpants on and run around? So go love it. And you'll love it, too, because you can see us on Podbean and uh, YouTube. That's right. Our new YouTube channel comes up, too, in a couple of weeks for that. Yeah, so you'll be able to uh, tune into YouTube anywhere you go and see us. But you go see us on Podbean and iHeartRadio and Spotify and all those other places because the list is gone because we packed it away. So <laughs> for the Super CPA, Ken Pocket and John Sarver here for the last time in Studio B, before we go to Studio BA, thank you so very much for tuning in to the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye.